Like all the characters of the Bible, Jeremiah and Moses lived a long time ago, but I believe their stories have something to teach us today. Stay tuned. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, Senior Pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. It's good to be with you as always. We're taping this on January 31st. So I've got a couple things on my mind. First of all, I'm a big tennis fan, and so uh, shout out to Rafael Nadal, who will never see this, I'm sure, but wow, if you follow men's tennis or women's tennis, what an amazing Australian Open. Um, incredible. So congrats to Nadal on the 21st major. The other thing on my mind is uh, I preached this past Sunday I think I've mentioned this before, but one of the, I guess I'll call it the occupational hazards, I don't mean that in a negative way, it's just a sort of fact of life for those of us who are preachers, is that, you know, you do a lot of preparation and research leading up to a sermon, and inevitably, there's a lot of stuff that ends up on the cutting room floor. So this past weekend, um, the gospel reading was about Jesus's first um, sermon, let's call it, in the Gospel of Luke, the fourth chapter. Um, and the Old Testament reading was about the call of the prophet Jeremiah. And I fully expected that I would actually preach about the call of Jeremiah. And, you know, things develop over the course of the week. And in the end, I, I really focused my attention much more, well, entirely actually, on the gospel reading. Um, and you can listen to that sermon if you're interested up here. Um, so I thought I would just say a, a couple of things about the Old Testament reading from this past weekend about the call of Jeremiah. And I actually want to say something about it and uh, the call of Moses as well, because there are some parallels. Um, so a, a few similarities uh, that I want to lift up, which I think are relevant for us in our own lives of faith. Not that maybe we're called to be prophets exactly, but I absolutely believe that God calls each of us uh, to do some kind of work on God's behalf in our own lives. And I think um, there are these similar parallels or dynamics that happen for all of us. So the first thing that happens in both the case of Jeremiah and Moses is that God does precisely that. God calls them. He invites them into some work. In Jeremiah, this is Jeremiah 1, um, chapter, or excuse me, chapter 1, verse 5. Um, before I formed you in the womb, God says to Jeremiah, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. I have work for you to do, Jeremiah. Similarly, <clears throat> in the case of the story of Moses, um, and by the way, I'll remind you, if you haven't seen it, there's a great uh, film about Moses called The Prince of Egypt, which does this call event of Moses unbelievably well. Uh, it's animated, but it's a very powerful scene, so I would uh, commend that to you. So God here is talking about how the cry of his people um, uh, under the under the slavery of Pharaoh has come to him and he says to Moses, so come, this is Exodus chapter 3 verse 10, so come or so go, he says to Moses, I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Okay, so both in Jeremiah and in Moses there's the call. Then in both cases you get the response from the prophet, which is basically, uh, thanks, but I have other things to do. Not interested. So Jeremiah, again, back to Jeremiah chapter 1, uh, then I, Jeremiah, 
this is verse 6, Then I, Jeremiah, said, Ah, Lord God, truly I do not know how to speak, for I am only a boy. Right? And similarly, Moses says, uh, this is Exodus chapter 3, verse 11, But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Right? And I will say the, the story of Moses, uh, this back and forth between Moses and God goes on for a long time. I won't tell you the whole narrative here. But fundamentally, both Jeremiah and Moses say to God, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, I think the quote we had on the bulletin from this weekend from Frederick Beekner, one of my favorite authors, was, uh, no prophet is on record as having requested the job, something like that, right? And then the third move, God responds to Jeremiah and Moses' negative response, saying, nope, not interested, find someone else, by saying something very simple. Um, Do not be afraid, for I am with you, to Jeremiah, is the basic message. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. And in Moses, again, uh, Exodus chapter 3, verse 12, God said, I will be with you. So for us, I just guess I want to suggest today, um, I do believe that God is calling you to some kind of work. Maybe it's a continuation of work you're doing. Maybe it's something new uh, that God is inviting you to. Uh, That's the first point. Second point is I do think it's human nature um, to question whether that's really happening, to question who would I be to try to do God's work uh, in the world. I don't have the words. I don't have the capacity, God. I'm not strong enough, right? I think that's a natural human reaction when God invites any of us to do work uh, of some kind. And then the third is that word of comfort. And by the way, this word of comfort doesn't mean that you're going to be protected from all danger or that you're going to be, that you're going to live a life that isn't without risk or pain or challenge because of what God is inviting you to do. But what God does promise is, I will be with you through it all. And I want to leave that with you today and pray that for you and for all of us, we can hear God's voice and follow it uh, into God's bright and hope-filled future. Thanks as always for being with me. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless.